in a season of prayer and fasting, we're seeking the Lord and we have his promise. When we seek him, what's going to happen? We're going to find him. When we call upon the name of the Lord, he's there. Hallelujah. And when we call upon him, he shows up. He's showing himself strong on our behalf. I like something that... uh, R.W. Shambach said, he said, you don't have any problems. All you need is faith in God. Woo! We serve a great, big, wonderful God. And he has given us this avenue where we can come boldly to the throne room of grace. And what does the Bible say when we come boldly to the throne room of grace? What are we going to get? We're going to get help. Hallelujah. We're going to get grace. We're going to get mercy. Thank God for the privilege and the honor to come through the, to the throne room of grace. We have an awesome, great, and mighty God. And he has given us that privilege to have a relationship with him. He's given us the honor to come and to make his abode on the inside of us. He said, I'll live in them. I'll dwell in them. They'll be my people and I will be their God. How many of you belong to him? He is yours and you are his. Hallelujah. Thank God for that relationship that we have with our Lord Jesus Christ. And when we become born again and come into the kingdom of God, God, not only he makes us have right standing with him, but then he gives us this ability to be able to work with him. We are in the Lord's army. We are part of the family of God. This is something that Ian Bond said about prayer. First of all, God needs us. We need him, but he does need us. He's looking for a family. He's looking for a group of people that he can work with and work through. He needs our faith. He needs our voice to give him entrance into our lives, into our affairs, into our church, into our nation, into the world. Amen. Now listen to this. (laughs) Hallelujah. Voice stay strong. Ian Bond said this in prayer. You align yourselves to the purpose and the power of God. He is able to do things through you. He could not do otherwise. For God has left certain things open to prayers. Things which will never be done except we pray. When we pray, we are doing God's business. Now, some people looked at me like, are you kidding me? God can do anything. God can do anything, but he has given human beings a will. And he has designed it that we are the ones that have authority here in this earth. That's why he needs us to speak out his will, his plan, and his purpose. He needs our faith. He needs our voice. And when we give it to him, then bam, he shows up on the scene. He gets, when we pray, it opens the door and it gives him entrance into the affairs of this life. But we need to open our mouth. We need to speak the word of God. We need to declare what he tells us 
to declare. We are part of the Lord's army. An army, an army, a group of people, they have assignments. They get orders. They know God tells them exactly what to do. Amen. You have military uh, groups in the natural. And when they're, when it's in a time of war, there are leaders that are out there planning and strategizing how they're going to take this place and how they're going to win this battle. The leaders are off somewhere strategizing. Most generally, they're not out on the battlefield. They get the plan. They get the strategy. And then it's the foot soldiers that have to carry it about. Many of you know all the history about World War II. World War II was a, a wonderful time and a terrible time in our nation. But it was a time when our nation pulled together, when everybody sacrifice for the cause of freedom. And there were men and women around the world that gave their lives so you and I could be sitting here tonight. Amen. And I remember hearing about one particular battle. It was a little island called Hiroshima. 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 Iwo Jima. Okay. I know where it is. I just can't say it. But anyway, on this particular, it was just a small little island and our troops landed there and they were told we have to take this island at all costs and in the hills of that island the enemy was embedded in there with machine guns but our troops faithfully they marched every day for day after day after day thousands of them dying to take this little island and they had no they really didn't know why this little island was so important But the leaders of our nation had strategized and they had gotten a plan that we needed this island to win the war. The soldiers down there, the Marines down there, they didn't know the big picture, but they were willing to lay down their lives for the big picture, for the cause of our nation. And later it was disclosed the reason that island was so important. There were two little airstrips on that island that allowed our airplanes to come come down there and to actually build there and to transport the atomic bomb that ended the war. If they hadn't had that little island with those airstrips, it would have continued the war for many, many, maybe even more years because it would have gotten into invading Japan and all of this stuff. But the leaders had a plan. They saw the big picture. Get this island and it will end the war. And God folks. He is our commander in chief. We might not know everything. We don't know everything that he knows. We don't see everything that he sees, but he has a plan and he has a strategy and he's saying to his church, be a good soldier in the Lord's army. Go where you're sent, stay where you're stationed and obey the orders from headquarters. Do what he prompts you on the inside to do. Pray when he prompts you to pray and follow that leading and that direction. He's working 
on something. Hallelujah. He's working on something that will impact the entire world. And he's working on something in you that can change your life and change your situation. He wants us to pray things out. He wants us to stay ahead of ourselves in prayer. God knows what happened last week. God knows what's happening today, but he also knows what's going to happen tomorrow. And he has divine connections. He had things laid up for you. He has a strategy and a plan for your life. But we need to tap in to the power of prayer and pray these things out. Amen. Now, I've been looking at this scripture, meditating on this scripture for a while. And it's over in Jeremiah 33, 3. Let's turn over there. We're going to look at it, first of all, in the King James Version. <clears throat> Jeremiah 33, 3 in the King James. Very simple little passage of scripture, but it is full of profound truth. Call unto me, and I will answer thee. And show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Many of you may have heard this, that this Jeremiah 33, 3 is God's phone number. Because it says, call, call unto me. Call is a simple definition of prayer. When we call, he promised he would answer When we call upon the name of the Lord, we're not going to get a voicemail. We're not going to get an answering machine. We're not going to get an after hours answering service. We're not going to get a busy signal. Hallelujah. We can call on him anytime, any place. The throne room is open 24 seven. Glory be to God. Now, unfortunately, we're living in an hour and we're living in a time when a lot of restaurants, a lot of businesses, a lot of stores are either closing or downsizing. And that's a shame. But you know what? We're never going to find that heaven's doing either one. Heaven does not have a sign on its gate that says closed out of business. Sorry, we're downsizing. We're in an economic crunch up here. We've had to lay off half of the angels. So please just leave your request in the drop box and we'll respond as soon as we can. No, he said, call unto me and I will answer. What a promise. What an assurance. Hallelujah. If we're not having any answers, maybe it's because we're not calling upon the right source. You know, the thing, there's answers, some answers out in the world, but not really. Man doesn't have your answer. If you're spending all your time and your wheels are always turning and you're trying to figure out things in your mind and in your reasoning, you're looking to the wrong source. Call upon him and he will answer and he will give you the answer. That you're looking for. Another reason that we may not be getting the answer and the response that we want in prayer is we may not be calling in line with the word of God. You might be dialing the wrong number. Dial up God according to the word of God. Another very familiar scripture over in 1 John chapter 5 verse 14 and 16. 
Hallelujah. Thank God for the word. Thank God for the privilege to call upon his name. I want to look at this in the Amplified. John 5, 14 and 15 in the Amplified. I love this. It says, and this is the confidence, the assurance, the privilege of boldness, which we have in him. We are sure that if we ask anything, make any request. Now, here's the criteria. According to his will. What is his will, folks? His word. So we pray according to the word of the living God. When we pray according to his will, in agreement with his own plan. I love that. See, again, we can make a lot of plans in our own mind. There's a scripture that says many plans are in a man's mind, but it is the Lord's purpose for him that shall stand. We need to tap into God's purpose for our lives, God's plan for our life. Then it'll be blessed. Many times we do it the exact opposite. We make all these plans. We make all these decisions. And then we say, oh, Lord, bless my plans. And he said, well, I'll bless them as good as I can, as far as I can. But it would have been a lot better if you would have asked me what the plans were. Then they'd be blessed. Don't make our own plans and then ask him to bless them. Find out what his plan is in the first place. Then in verse 15. And if since we positively know that he listens to us in whatever we ask, we also know with settled and absolute knowledge. That's positive, isn't it? That's confident, isn't it? That we have granted us our present possessions. The request made of him. We can be assured. We can have boldness when we pray according to his will and his word that he hears and he answers and he grants our petitions. I think somebody ought to say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now let's go back over to Jeremiah chapter 33. We're going to spend a lot of time there. He said, call unto me and I will answer thee. And then he said... And I will show you something. God wants to put on a show in your life. He wants to show you things you cannot even imagine. I just looked up some definitions on the word show today and I thought this was great. Listen to these. Demonstrate, display, evidence, exhibit, manifest. Hallelujah. God wants to manifest glory in your life. God wants to display himself strong. He wants to exhibit himself as the healer. He wants to give you proof and evidence that he is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. That he is God and there is no other God. That the greater one lives on the inside of you. God wants to put on a show in your life and not just 
just in you, but through you. He wants you to be so blessed, so full of his presence, so full of his goodness that everywhere you go, you're showing off God. You are a trophy of his grace. You are a tribute of all of what he has done in your life. And wherever you go, it's like a picture of God. It's a reflection of his word. It's a reflection of his love, of his joy, of his peace. Let him not only show himself strong to you, but through us. Hallelujah. Now this verse said, call unto me, I will answer thee and I will show you great and mighty things. Great and mighty things. Oh, that sends a thrill into my spirit. Great and mighty things. Our God is a great and a mighty God. He's not into showing us little itty bitty things. He cares about all the affairs of our life. He cares about the small details. Everything he cares about. But our God not is not limited to just healing you of a cold. Or of a little hangnail. Or of a toothache. God wants to show us great and mighty things down throughout the ages of time. Think of the things that our father God has done. Think of how he delivered the children of Israel out of Egypt. Think of how when they came up to the edge of the Red Sea and God told Moses to stretch forth the rod and the waters were parted. Hallelujah. The children of Israel went across on dry land and then the Egyptian army was swallowed up. That's a sign and that's a wonder. That's a great and that's a mighty display of God's power and of God's goodness. Hallelujah. Think about it. When they were in a battle and the sun was about to go down and the people, Joshua had his hands lifted before God and they needed more daylight. That the sun stood still so that they could win the battle. Think about it. Read throughout the Old Testament all the times. That God showed himself mighty on behalf of his people. Think about it. When Elijah was down there at the prophet of Baal. And how they they were challenging him. And all these prophets of Baal were down there. And there was one man of God that had an altar and had a sacrifice. And he said, pour the water all over the sacrifice. And our mighty God showed up. And the fire of God licked up the water and consumed the sacrifice and the people that day said oh God he is God there had been people that were bound by false religion. They were serving Baal. And in one instant of time, because of God displaying himself, because of God putting on a show, in one instant of time, the whole nation of Israel turned back to God. Do you think we need some of those signs and wonders in our day and age? Do you think we need God to display himself in such a fashion? That our whole nation will fall on their face and begin to repent and say, oh God, he is God. Folks, it's not impossible. There's been prophecies about nations being one to God. 
in a day. I love pastor read that and I had it written down. Haggai chapter two. I love that, that the glory of the latter house is going to be greater than that of the former. That is us. That's the church. If God is going to display goodness and show mighty acts and deeds, it's going to be through us. We are his hands. We are his mouth. But I'm telling you folks, we are living in a time where we're going to see supernatural things, supernatural signs and wonders. Remember over in Acts chapter two, this is the beginning of the church age. They had just gotten filled with the Holy Ghost. And then Peter stands up and begins to preach. And he talked about the time that you and I are living in. In Acts chapter two, I believe it's verse 19. He began to prophesy about our time. And he said this, I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath blood and fire and vapor of snow smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before that great and notable day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. What's he letting us know here? There's going to be signs in the heaven. There's going to be signs and wonders, and it's all for the purpose of people knowing Jesus. It's all for the purpose of the lost. Can you imagine what would happen over a Muslim nation if it was written in the sky, Jesus is Lord. Follow me. Worship me. And they did everything they could to get it out of the sky. They sent planes up there. They tried to blast it out. They tried to do everything else. And it just keeps coming back. Keeps coming back. Can't erase it. Can't get rid of it. Why not? God did marvelous things under the old covenant. We're living under a better covenant. Hallelujah. We're at the end of this age. And I believe it. God is going to supernaturally help people see him. Help people know that he is Lord. He might deal with some of your ungodly relatives in the middle of the night. I wouldn't doubt it that Jesus himself show up at the foot of their bed and say, repent. You think they're going to repent? Why not? Dreams, visions, whatever he needs to do. Of course, we always are going to preach the word and the word of God never returns void. But we are living in a time when we can believe it and call and expect supernatural divine intervention. He said, call unto me. I will answer you. I'm going to show you great And mighty things. Hallelujah. This is an exciting time. This is for prophets of old prophesied of this day and of this hour. Prophets of old desire to see what you have have seen and what you will see with your natural eyes. The things that you have the things that you have tapped
tapped into and you have seen in your spirit. Hold fast and continue to pray those things through for for dreams, for visions, for things that I have imparted on the inside of you must be prayed through. So so give yourself to a spirit of prayer. Give yourself to waiting up on me. And as you do, those things that you have seen on the inside of you, you will see with your natural eye. They shall all come to pass. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, Lord, for your help. Now, the Bible is clear that certain things will not happen unless we ask, unless we seek, unless we desire them. Go back over to Jeremiah 33, 3. And now I want to look at it in the amplified version. Jeremiah 33, 3. Call to me. And I will answer you and show you great and mighty things. Now listen to this. That's what I want to get to. Fenced in and hidden, which you do not know, do not distinguish and recognize, have knowledge of or understand. Fenced in and hidden. That stands out to me. A fence. What does a fence do? A fence is a barrier. A fence creates a boundary. Growing up on the farm, you know, you have our cows and we have our horses out in a fenced in pasture. You have them fenced in so they won't get into the neighbor's territory. They got to stay where they, the boundary is, where they are fenced in. But I can remember on in, when it would get to be uh, winter and the grass is brown and brittle and they're not getting any nourishment from it, that my dad would have to take a big load of hay and go out into the pasture and dump that hay out for them to have something to eat. And I remember, I'd go with him many times, driving down the fence line and the cows running and leaping and following the pickup all the way down the fence line to the gate. There was a gate. They knew where the gate was. And when the gate was opened, they received the blessing. They received the hay. What is the Spirit of God saying to us here? He's saying there are some things that are fenced in. Some great and mighty things that I have hidden for you, not from you. There's boundaries about these secret things. There's a debrokasa. Not everybody can access, access them. The devil, the devil and demons, people that don't know the Lord, people that are outside of the covenant, they can't get in to these fenced things. God has built put boundaries around really I mean I don't want to be overly spiritual but he has put boundaries around some deep things spiritually not everybody was going to enter into it not everybody's going to access it it's going to keep at Odomba fence will keep intruders out of it 
But as I was looking at this scripture, as we were flying home, just whenever day that was, Thursday, the Spirit Friday, the Spirit of God said to me that they are accessible to us. How do we access these hidden things, these fenced in things, these things that we need to know? Well, the Spirit of God spoke to me and said, prayer is the gate. Every fenced in pasture, everything that has a big fence around it always has a gate. Because somebody has to be able to get in there, mow the grass, feed the animals, plow the ground, whatever it is. It's the same in the realm of the spirit. These fenced in treasures of the Lord, they do have access for us. There is a gate and we as believers have to open that gate and we open that gate through prayer. Now, my Bible references me over to 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 2. Prayer is the gate. We have a helper to open the gate, and his name is the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 2 in the Amplified. Oh, I love this passage of scripture. You're going to see some familiar words here. For one who speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not to men, but to God. For no one understands or catches his meaning because in the Holy Spirit, he utters secret truths and Hidden things. Didn't we just see that phrase in Jeremiah 33, 3? God has some fenced in, some hidden things that he wants us to tap into. And then it goes on and it says things not obvious to the understanding. Oh, there's a higher place, folks. There's a higher way to live. We we limit ourselves when we just stay in the mental realm. When we try to figure everything out. When we get this plan that is obvious. We think, oh, it's so obvious. I need to do this and I need to do that. But this scripture says, if we will pray in the Holy Spirit, he will show us things that are not obvious to our understanding. They're not woo-woo-woo, spooky natural and all of this flaky stuff, but they are supernatural. It might be a real simple solution, but if we will pray in the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, he will reveal things to us. He will disclose things to us. He will transmit things to us from the heart of our Father God. Ways that we have, would not even have thought of, that we We would not have even dreamed of things that are not obvious to the understanding. He helps us to utter secret things, hidden things, things beyond our natural reach. Hallelujah. He wants us to tap in to this heavenly way of praying, to pray effectively, praying in the Holy Spirit, calling upon the name of the Lord and and it's spirit to spirit, ministering to him, spirit to spirit. I have things in my heart that I'm just not getting out tonight, but I hope you're catching this, that we need to be able to communicate with him 
father of spirit, spirit to spirit, praying out of our heart and not out of our head, praying with divine utterance. And the best way to do that is to pray in the Holy Ghost. If you're not filled with the Holy Spirit speaking in other tongues, you need this wonderful gift from heaven. It will enhance your prayer life. It will give you a newfound freedom and power and ability as you begin to call upon the name of the Lord. And that's exactly what we're going to do tonight. We already prayed for people that needed healing in their bodies, but there may be someone here tonight that you have not yet been filled with the Holy Spirit. And oh my, 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 we need to be endued with power of from on high. Let's all stand to our feet. Hallelujah. Oh Lord, we bless you. Oh Lord, we magnify you. Lord, we reverence you. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory You've heard the God. prayer the favor of God. It accesses those things yes. which he has so freely given. Now by faith, just go ahead. Whatever you need, access it by faith. Mosanda. Amlo Makashi, Limalama, Tikalama. Got an important meeting coming up on Tuesday. Got an important meeting coming up on Tuesday. We're accessing the favor of God on behalf of our congregation. We access the finances. We access financial favor in the name of Jesus. We access. Come on, saints. Access it. Oh, Rama through faith and by faith. Oh, Father, thank you for giving us favor. Thank you, Father, for giving us wisdom. Yes, Lord. Oh, a breakthrough. A breakthrough for the Bay Area, Lord. A breakthrough for the kingdom of God. A breakthrough. We access divine wisdom. We access divine favor. Oh, the favor, the favor, the favor, the favor, the favor comes to us now. The favor comes to us now. The favor comes to us now. Oh, the favor of the Lord goes before us. The favor of the Lord goes before us and opens up the door, opens up the fence. Omra Mateshenke brings us access, brings us access. Oh, brafashe sinatingalamo kumbla pidiche. Oh, breakthroughs, breakthroughs for the Bay Area, breakthroughs, breakthroughs for the Bay Area, breakthroughs for the churches, breakthroughs, breakthroughs, Lord. Mundre bestekete, urefahandile, bruto de meginijitagoho, brassiste ma congregestengramaha, minimimimikostata, minimimimimikostata, breakthroughs much 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 more much much more much much more much much more haha we pray we go through the fence we enter into the door we go through the door the door of utterance the door of abundance the door of favor 
And we give you the glory. We give you all 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 the glory. We lay hold. We lay hold. We lay hold. We lay hold of the abundance. We lay hold of the wealth. We lay hold of that which is needed. We lay hold of it by faith. We access it in the name of Jesus. And I sense the Lord saying, now you, you take the limits off of me. You take the limits off of me for your life. You take the limits off of me for your children. You take the limits off of me for your business. Because I am an exceeding mighty God. I am a great and mighty God. And I desire to do much more than you have seen up to this point. Now is the time for you to access. For you to declare breakthroughs. Breakthroughs. No more limits. No more limits for you. Come on, saints. Pray it. That's what the Holy Ghost is saying. No more limits. Taking the limits off. No more drawing back. No more talking about lack. But pressing in. Pressing into the promise. Pressing into the realm of the Spirit. And accessing. Accessing. Accessing your breakthrough. Whatever it is. Come on, saints. Pray fervently. Oh, brasikenete. Enlarge, Lord. Enlarge their hearts. Enlarge their vision, Lord, that they may see. Help us all to see what we see not. Help us us all to hear what we hear not. Help us all to know what we know not. Oh, frafashe. Vastu kola makalite she ustom rimeng le pang le tustepaye oh hallelujah oh father we thank you we thank you that you said in your word that the secret things belong to the lord and the secret things of the lord belong to those that fear you those that reverence you. And so we lift our voice and our hearts in reverence and honor to you tonight. Just begin to glorify the Lord. Tell him how much you love him. Tell him how much you need him in your life. Oh, Lord, it's in him that we live. It's in you that we move. It's in you that we have our being. Oh, we honor you tonight. We reverence We reverence what you have done in us. We reverence what you have done through us. Oh, Father, 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 we thank you. We thank you that as we reverence you, those secret things are revealed. Those things which have been fenced in are now open. Hallelujah. And to those that fear him, the word of the Lord says, I will show them my covenant. I will show them the deep meaning of my covenant. Let's just thank him. We got a covenant with God. 
Oh, Father, oh, that our eyes would see. Oh, that our hearts would catch hold of the covenant, the covenant. You are a covenant-keeping God. Oh, brasisteme keta. Oh, Father, we thank you. We thank you that we have a covenant. We have a covenant with you. Woo, glory. I think we need to just give him some glory right now. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, we have a covenant-keeping God. We have a covenant with God and a covenant he will show you and a covenant he will show me. Oh, brefiste, anzideko, nalamoko seketema, nisolopramenidisto tapangli, vutrundanjine kotobaste. And I would say unto you this night that as you pray in your spirit and in the spirit and out of you, your spirit, you are praying the perfect will of God. You cannot miss it. That's what the Lord is saying when you're praying in the spirit. For praying in the spirit is praying the perfect will of God. And the Lord would say the will of God is the word of God. And there are some things and some breakthroughs, some things that have been fenced in that you will have immediate access to and there shall be an immediate breakthrough. But there are other things saith the Lord. There are mountains looming in the way. But as you pray in the Holy Ghost, you pray the perfect will of God and the Word of God prayed from the Spirit of God out of your spirit goes forth and begins to work on that mountain and begins to move it out of the way. Obstructions that have stood in the way will have to be removed. That's what the Lord would say. So pray ye, pray ye much in the Spirit and the obstruction shall move and those things that you have prayed even though not an immediate breakthrough it shall come to pass it shall come to pass the mountain shall be removed and your breakthrough shall be revealed Woo! glory to God oh makisete you do not only have to speak to your mountain in English. But the anointing will come upon you and the Spirit of the Lord will turn you into another man. And you will speak forth from the Holy Spirit, out of your spirit, by the Spirit, and you'll know when that is happening. And so shall things be released out of your mouth that shall surely cause mountains to move, devils to flee, and breakthroughs to happen for thee. Hallelujah. And so as you're going through your normal day, Oh, I would remind you, you are not normal. You are supernatural beings created by a supernatural God, made in the image and likeness of God, designed to speak, designed to say, I have made you, saith the Lord, a speaking spirit. So speak out of your spirit. Speak out of your spirit in English. Speak out of your spirit by the Holy Spirit. And surely you shall see those things 
things come to pass in your life. Come on, somebody. Let's give him glory. You'll know. You'll know. For the anointing will come upon you. And you will speak not only in English, but you will speak in the spirit with the voice of the master. And so shall it shall be directed to your mountains, the mountains in your way. Has not the Lord told us you can have what you say? And aren't you saying something when you're speaking in the spirit? Ooh, glory to God. That's what I saw in my heart as she was teaching tonight. And even though you're praying in the perfect will of God, you will not always know what you're praying about. Surely you shall know at times what you're praying about. Surely you shall know by the Spirit, but there will be times, and many shall be the times, that it shall not be known to your mind. But yea, saith God, it's known to me, and it's known to your spirit. So speak forth, speak forth, and pray forth the oracle of God. And things shall move out of your way that you didn't even know were standing there. I will remove them and it shall not be an obstacle to you. But you must obey. You must obey the promptings of the Spirit. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. What does that mean? That means that God sees the future. I said God sees the future. And Father knows best. So you step up and you step in and you pray from this place of the spirit. Amen. And there are some things that you don't even know about. They'll be moved out of the way. But not only shall mountains be moved out of the way, but certain things will come to you and they will come your way. Favor, divine connections, employment, and breakthroughs. Hallelujah. Well, let's lift our voice and thank him. Glory to God.